Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want to help yourself and others process past traumas without having to re-engage with the memories attached? Are you weighed down by your emotional baggage and ready to check it for good? Do you feel drawn toward a career in wellness where you can heal yourself and facilitate the healing of others? The Somatic Activated Healing Method, aka the SAW Method, is a revolutionary wellness practice combining the healing modalities of somatic movement, rhythmic breathwork, positive affirmations, and dynamic meditation as developed by Sadi Simone. This transformative experience has the power to help resolve past trauma, process present pain, and fortify resilience for the future. Students have called the method better than three years of therapy and report a 93% transformation rate after practicing somatic activated healing. This is life-changing work. Want to get involved? We are currently accepting students for our next round of SAW Method teacher training, which kicks off in January 2023. Join our certification program and get on the cutting edge of modern wellness. As a Spiritually Sassy Show listener, we're offering an exclusive 10% discount on your registration. Visit sawmethod.com and enter the code PODCAST to join today. That's sawmethod.com and enter the code PODCAST for 10% off and join today. What's up, my loves? Welcome back to the Spiritually Sassy Show. I am so excited about today's guest. Oh my goodness, I'm not going to be able to pronounce her last name. You may know her as the Glucose Goddess on Instagram. Her name is Jessie and her last name is Inchauspe. I'm sorry, Jessie. I love you, but I don't know how to pronounce the last name. She's a badass biochemist, author, and creator of the Glucose Goddess Movement. She shares cutting-edge science with people to help them balance their blood sugar levels and feel amazing. And I got to tell you, honey, being in her presence was a blessing, a gift. You can really tell when someone is really living what they preach. When you are in their presence, you do feel like, ah, that's how I felt. It was amazing. Get into this episode. I love you. And don't forget, if you love the podcast, please rate, review, subscribe, send it to your friends. Let everyone know so we can keep the show going full power. Thank you so much. And I love you. First question I ask every guest is... Yes, get it. <laughs> well, What's I your first, question? <laughs> first question is, who are you right now? Oh, wow. That's yeah. an amazing question. Yeah, who um, are you right now? Who am I right now? Mm. I am the glucose goddess right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who is she? Um, she's this really powerful 
person, entity, movement that's mm-hmm. just here to try to help people mm-hmm. s- not suffer so much with their health, you know. Mm-hmm. She's somebody who has a lot of capacity, has a lot of intention, has a lot of energy and just wants to cut through all the bullshit and help people just heal from within without mm-hmm. having to rely on medication, without being, you know, bombarded with misinformation. Mm-hmm. Like she just wants people to be back in their power. Mm-hmm. And being in your energy field is evident that the work is fucking real and it's working, bitch. Cause I'm over here being like, yes, honey, tell me everything I need to do. <laughs> I'm in it. I'm a disciple of the glucose goddess. Amen. <laughs> oh my God. So you cracked the code. Like, what has made your work special? Like, what has made it so viral, so big? Your book is now in 40 different languages, 40 different countries. It's like this, you literally created a whole movement. When I told, you know, close friends that I was going to have you, that you started following me, that I started following you back, and I was going to have you in a podcast, they're all, they're all gagged. They're like, oh my God, because, you know, they follow your work. Like, it's a religion. And I'm like, yes, bitch, get it. Let, <laughs> let's sip the tea. So... You cracked the code. What is the code that you cracked? I think it's a multifaceted kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think number one, mm-hmm. what I cracked is I cracked behavior change. Like I cracked how to get people to change how they're eating mm-hmm. and really do it. Everybody knows they're supposed to, you know, eat better, exercise more. Nobody does it. It's vague. It's really, you know, it's it's just not nice advice. But I cracked the code of small, very easy and gentle habits that sit like gentle giants in your life and in your body and in your health Mm. that protect you, that heal you, that help your body and your mind feel better. But they're really freaking easy. They are. And I think the reason I came across them, I don't know, there was some sort of divine guidance there because they're scientifically backed, they're brand new, and everybody can do them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really where the magic happens. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's both very clear how they work, but also incredibly easy. And mm-hmm. so I found this and I distilled all the science into these hacks. And then I think the second part that I cracked is how do you communicate them? That's right. How do you turn these principles that come out of scientific papers, mm-hmm. right? Scientific papers are so dry and boring. That's right. How do you turn that into something that people cannot get enough of? How do you turn that into Instagram posts that go viral? Mm-hmm. That's a whole other nut to crack. That's right. <laughs> and, I think, and I think that's my zone of genius, you know? Mm-hmm. Taking, taking very dry scientific information and turning it into this little, like piece of candy, this little jewel that everybody's drawn to. Mm-hmm. And it's very visual. And so Mm -hmm. I started essentially monitoring my own glucose and Mm -hmm. using my own glucose data Mm -hmm. to illustrate the scientific studies. Mm -hmm. And I started making these Instagram posts, you know, Mm -hmm. showing like big spike when you don't do the hack, small spike when you do the hack. Mm -hmm. And those just elements, those Mm -hmm. units of information, Mm -hmm. that's what grew the movement. Mm -hmm. And then layer on top of that, the fact that as a human, I want to lend my energy, my personality, my passion to this. It's like a little miracle cocktail. And I think that's what created Glucose Goddess, all those Mm -hmm. things. Okay, so for people who don't fucking know glucose, the spike, the high, the low, whatever the fuck, they're like, what does all this mean? I get it, she's a look, she's got the whole package, honey. I can hear her voice and she's delicious and she's definitely doing something that's definitely fucking working. Mm -hmm. But what the fuck is all this mean? If someone's listening, like how can you help me? Mm, Okay, so 
In your body, there's this Okay, tiny, she's going in there. <laughs> so, in your body, there's this tiny little thing called glucose. And you mm -hmm. have like millions and trillions of this molecule in your body. Mm -hmm. Every single cell in your body, from your finger cells, to your heart cells, to your liver cells, to your brain cells, they all use glucose for energy. Mm -hmm. It's really important. And actually, every living thing in the world, like the plants on your balcony, like dolphins in the sea, mm -hmm. they all use glucose for energy. Oh, so wow. it is basically the source of life, if you will. Mm -hmm. We as humans, we give glucose to our body mostly by eating foods that contain it. Mm -hmm. And those foods are starchy foods, like mm -hmm. bread, pasta, rice, potatoes, oats, starchy stuff, mm -hmm. and sweet stuff. So anything sweet, from uh, Van Nguyen's chocolate ice cream, my favorite, to banana, anything sweet. Baklava. Baklava, yeah. <laughs> anything sweet contains glucose, okay? Mm -hmm. And so you might think, okay, if my body needs glucose for energy and I find it in starchy and sweet foods, mm -hmm. I should just eat as much starchy and sweet food as possible mm -hmm. to have as much energy as possible. Mm -hmm. Well, that's where the logic breaks down. Oh. Yeah, it's like a plant. If you give a plant some water, it needs some water to survive. If you water that plant too much, it'll drown and mm -hmm. die. The human body is the same. Oh, shit. You need some glucose, but too much, lots of problems start happening. It's estimated that about 80% of the population has too much glucose in their body. And not just diabetics, mm. everybody. Mm. And the symptoms we're all really familiar with. Mm. So it's stuff like cravings, waking up in the middle of the night to eat some cookies, <laughs> 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 needing to eat every few hours, being super hungry, mm -hmm. unsteady energy, so mm -hmm. really just you get super tired throughout the day, mm -hmm. mental health problems, hormonal mm -hmm. issues, infertility, I mm -hmm. mean like then long-term diabetes, sleep problems, it increases the risk of Alzheimer's, of cancer, like it's bad news, okay? So that's the first part. That's the scary part. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, you have my attention. Yeah. Keep going. Perfect. And so then the magic of it all is that there are these 10 principles or 10 commandments that come from the science mm -hmm. that allow us to avoid these glucose spikes, which is big increases in glucose mm -hmm. that cause all this inflammation and aging and symptoms mm -hmm. that allow us to avoid the spikes without going on a diet without doing anything extreme, without um, suffering actually from our food or our dietary mm -hmm. choices, like really easy stuff, mm -hmm. like eating your food in the right order. If you want to have something sweet, having it as dessert instead of a snack, mm -hmm. having a savory breakfast, like all these things. And these 10 principles, when you apply them to your life, everything changes from how you feel today to your long-term health. Mm -hmm. And I discovered all this because I was having a lot of mental health issues. And I found that these glucose spikes were making all my mental health stuff worse. So I know mm -hmm. firsthand mm -hmm. how it feels to mm -hmm. go from a life of glucose spikes all the time, like 80% of people, mm -hmm. to a life of not having that. You're so much more in your power, in your purpose. Everything just flows. You're open. You're not suffering from all these things. Mm -hmm. And what really just fires me up is the fact that most people think that all these symptoms, they have to live with them. That's they right. just think like, I'm just somebody who gets hangry. Mm -hmm. I'm just somebody who has bad mental health. Mm -hmm. I'm just somebody who has cravings. Mm -hmm. It's like, nah, -uh. no. that's just your body mm -hmm. being like, yo, wake the fuck up. Glucose bro. spikes happening. Mm -hmm. Fix me. And then we become wow. partners again. Mm. Okay. So, so many questions come up. I'm like, holy shit. Where do we begin? Um, what were some of the mental health issues that you were having with the glucose spikes? Like, 
so we can start to understand really was it anxiety was it tripping about the future tripping about the past or what was it scatteredness or you know like so what was the in in each person your ghost bikes will have very different uh, mm-hmm. symptoms so you know what I was experiencing is just my experience in you glucose spikes might lead to something else mm-hmm. personally so after I broke my back when I was 19 I had a big accident and my spine just broke casual holy casual. shit and after that I started having a lot of mental health issues so it mm-hmm. kind of kick-started it okay and the mental health problems I was having is I call it splitting I gave it a name because I just couldn't really find another mm-hmm. definition of it it's kind of like depersonalization, kind of like mm-hmm. dissociation. Like mm-hmm. I feel, I feel like I cannot leave my body. I cannot process my senses anymore. I, I completely lose my sense of self. Mm-hmm. Not in a good way. Not in like a oh cool ego death. No 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 no. no, no, no. Like you're fucking terrified because you don't even know. Like the you doesn't exist anymore. You're fragmented mm-hmm. in all these So for me, that's the feeling. That those that is moments, terrifying. It's as fuck. Horrible. Yeah. And in those moments. The thing I'm the most terrified by mm. is simply existence. So in those moments, the fact that I exist is the most scary thing you can imagine. Mm-hmm. So imagine when you're 19 and that starts happening oh and nobody around you. I was not in a spiritual community. I was mm-hmm. living in London. Like mm-hmm. nobody. Mm-hmm. I just was super lost. And so I was just suffering. I was like, is this going to be my life now? I can't live like this. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. really bad, really dark. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, over time, I figured out there's all these triggers for these episodes. Mm -hmm. One being glucose spikes. The more spikes I have, the more these things are coming. (gasps) And depending on you, the glucose spikes will have different impacts Mm -hmm. on your physical and mental health. Mm -hmm. It's almost like the stress of the spike Mm -hmm. gets um, crystallized into different symptoms. Of course, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, holy fucking shit. So I hope everyone listening could, you know, it's not that we're going to, it's not that the cold of the glucose, cracking the cold of, of your own glucose problems is going to eliminate your mental health, but we got to treat it holistically. Yeah. And this might be one thing that you're not looking at. This might be one fucking area that you're not looking at, 100%. And think about it, like your brain, all of your brain cells use glucose as well for energy. So every time there's a spike, Mm -hmm. your brain cells also feel the inflammation, the aging. That's right. And now we know that Alzheimer's is actually really close to being called type 3 diabetes. Like what's happening (sighs) in your brain? Yeah. It's so related. And in the studies we know, the more glucose spikes you have, the more you have symptoms of anxiety and depression. And that interplay of how am I eating and how that's affecting my mental state, Mm -hmm. that fascinates me. Mm -hmm. It's way more than you think. And it goes from very simple things to just like, Mm -hmm. it goes from just not being tired, not being controlled by cravings, Mm -hmm. feeling steady energy, all the way to, you know, for me, Helping me get out of this horrible state that was making wow. me suffer so much. Mm. And isn't it, I mean, you, you're the scientist, but talk to me about, isn't that the brain and the gut sends more messages to the brain and the head than the, you know, isn't it yeah. like this whole thing? So between your brain and your gut, there are all these neurons. Um, it's, it, there's about like, I think it's one fifth of the amount of neurons in your brain are actually like in your gut brain axis. So it's not bigger than the brain, but it's very, very connected. Mm-hmm. And so for sure, 
it's still an emerging field of study, but we know that when stuff happens in your gut, mm -hmm. your brain feels it. Mm -hmm. So if there's anything like inflammation, like microbiome problems, all that stuff, mm -hmm. your brain is going to also suffer mm -hmm. the consequences. But this goes further because the glucose that you eat, it goes to your bloodstream. Mm -hmm. And then via the bloodstream, it goes to your brain. Shit, so it's impacting the entire body. Completely the entire body. Wow. Okay, so what are the 10 commitments mm -hmm. of the glucose goddess religion? <laughs> Glucose goddess method, but sure. Okay. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Glucose well, goddess. Well, okay. they meet you, honey. They're like, shit, I, I'm buying it. Where's your feet? Bowing. I'm bringing an offering. No, but you know, funnily, like, I don't feel like this is coming from me. Like, my own sense of self has not been inflated through this process. It mm -hmm. feels very much like there's glucose goddess and like she's doing her thing. Mm -hmm. But like, I'm not, I don't feel like, mm -hmm. oh my god, I'm this thing mm -hmm. now. Like, it's not that. But anyway, I know you're joking. It's fine. Yes, of course. So, the 10 commandments um, the most important one to start with is breakfast so your breakfast controls your glucose for the rest of your day mm. it's very important and the main way to make sure your breakfast does not create a glucose spike is very simple it's to have a savory breakfast so instead of having sweet stuff so no smoothie bowl no no acai bowl no, none of this like instagram no world juices, no cereal no muesli no like oh, shit. yeah like you need to eat savory stuff like this morning what did i have i had a quesadilla with some eggs in it avocado salsa like anything savory i do love salty um, yeah. but I, 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 I'm just thinking like how long I had a smoothie mm. for breakfast, yeah. like literally with a whole like banana, honey and all the things. Like how did I survive? That's a big glucose spike. That's yeah. huge. And now I'm thinking about it, It's like, no wonder why I would always feel exhausted after. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Shit. Okay. Because you spike and then yeah. you feel a bit awake because the sugar gives you pleasure in your That's brain. That's right. That's right. So the pleasure, we mistake it for energy. It's just mm -hmm. pleasure. Mm -hmm. And then you crash. And your whole body just goes like... That's right. Exactly it. Yeah. Okay, so savory breakfast is the way to go. Okay. Way to go. And then, okay, second, if you want to eat something sweet, like an acai bowl, a smoothie, cookies, or whatever, always have that as dessert after lunch or dinner. Mm -hmm. You can totally have sugar. Totally fine. But it's just about the timing. So the best time to have it for maximum pleasure, minimal health impact is after lunch or after dinner. Okay. as your dessert mm -hmm. okay so no longer in the morning say goodbye to sugar in the morning yeah just dessert after lunch or dinner okay okay then we move into uh, learning about an amazing woman her name is fiber she's just <laughs> so dope mm -hmm. she lives in vegetables okay. and we use her to our advantage for our glucose levels because she's fucking fabulous mm -hmm. so here's the, the next hack when you're eating a meal always start with your vegetables if you do this and you don't change what you're eating during the meal at all, right? Mm -hmm. You can eat the same quantity, the same meal, but mm -hmm. just you flip the order and you start with the vegetables. You can reduce the glucose spike, so the impact on your glucose of that meal by up to 75%. Okay. So instead Holy of having shit. a big glucose spike, you have mm -hmm. a much smaller one. Yeah. Same meal, but you're not creating this cravings roller coaster, this inflammation, this aging, like yeah. all these horrible symptoms. But talk to me about the eating the vegetables. So like, let's say I have like, I'm gonna put something out there that's, you know, I ate not too long ago, like steak, mashed potatoes, and broccoli. Mm -hmm. So go for the broccoli. Go for the broccoli first. Eat the entire broccoli. Ideally, yeah. As much as you can. 
So these are sort of guidelines. We know that if we eat all the vegetables first, it's going to be the most ideal. Then it's kind of up to you to compose with it. So maybe you're like, okay, well, I'll eat half the broccoli and then the rest, I'll just mix it together. Mm -hmm. It's up to you. If you can eat all the vegetables first, it's going to be the most ideal. Another thing you can do, which kind of uses the same concept, is just before your steak and broccoli and potatoes, have a starter at the beginning of your meal okay. that is vegetable-based. Okay? So like for a salad. Example, yeah. So if you're at the restaurant, you can be like, hey, can I get a side salad? Or you, if you're at home, you're like, oh, I have 10 tomatoes in my fridge. Perfect. Or maybe you have some leftover, I don't know, cauliflower, and you can have that. So just start So cauliflower meal. counts? Yeah. Any vegetable. Any vegetable. So, you know, it can be, of course, any salads, mm -hmm. but then anything like carrots, tomatoes, cucumbers, cauliflower, broccoli, asparagus, wow. cabbage, pickles. Wow. So many of these vegetables in, in like this restricted diet lifestyle, like they're not allowed. Really? You know, like cauliflower and carrots, they have too much this, too much that, mm. you know? Okay, I'm just like, thank but you. that's just so stressful. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't want to live like that, honey, uh, please. Yeah. I don't live like no, that, but no. I know a lot of people do. Uh, and I know someone very close to me who does. Mm. So we're learning right now. Yeah, learning. Okay, so salad. Um, start with veggies. Veggies, veggies, yeah. always. Okay, always cool. start with your veggies because the fiber in your veggies is gonna go to your intestine and like deploy itself onto the walls of your intestine, mm -hmm. like Superwoman, mm -hmm. like she's dope. And there she creates this protective mesh, this protective like, it's like a shield on the walls of your intestine. And then any glucose that arrives afterwards is not gonna be able to make it really through that shield into your bloodstream. So you're protecting your body from absorbing too much glucose too quickly. That's why it works. And to you, it's not much, right? It's just you're adding veggies at the start of your meal. For your body, it's a completely different experience. Instead of sending all this glucose that all of your cells have to deal with and become overwhelmed with and create all the symptoms, all of a sudden your body's like, okay, I got this, like super mm -hmm. chill, no problem. We don't have to like uh, ring the alarm. We don't have to have a meltdown every exactly. meal. Exactly, because wow. your cells, so inside your cells, there is these little... Uh, things called mitochondria, the powerhouse of your cells. Mm -hmm. And those... Don't say like I know, honey, because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I did go to high school and I did have some fucking random ass honors and AP classes, but bitch, you better know I was asleep. Okay? <laughs> okay, perfect. So, <laughs> perfect. So talk to me like I okay. have no clue. So you have these little mitochondria in your cells and they're responsible for making energy from glucose. So when those are happy, you feel great. You're energized, living your best life. You're just like, mm -hmm. just chilling. When your mitochondria have a mental breakdown because too much glucose is arriving, they're like, I can't make energy anymore. I just have to go sleep. Like I have to go under, I'd have to go to my yeah. bedroom. Do not talk to me. I'm off mental health day. I cannot. That's right. Yeah. And so your mitochondria, they shut down. They go on strike. They're like, I cannot. And so as a result, your body's not making energy efficiently anymore, so you're fucking tired. That's and right. that's how glucose spikes lead to chronic fatigue. Oh, shit. So you're eating, you're like eating all this stuff, you're like, I'm eating, I don't understand, I have energy. I'm eating all this sugar, that must give me energy. No, it's like, wrong, that sugar is hurting your poor little mitochondria. Wow. Yeah. So that's one of the many really mm -hmm. interesting things that happen in your body. Mm -hmm. Okay, next one. Savory breakfast. Eating your food in the right order. Exactly. Veggie and then, starter. And then that was fiber. 
Yeah. Yeah. So that's all about fiber, the, mm -hmm. the veggie starter and the eating your food in the right okay. order. I also mentioned if you want to eat sugar, have it as dessert. Mm -hmm. And all this is in my book, also don't worry, you don't have to take notes. Okay. Great. <laughs> uh, next one I want to mention, which is really fun. Yeah. Before you do that, what a, like, is every dessert allowed? Yeah. Like anything. Because when we have dessert, it's for pleasure, right? Yeah. Um, this uh, wonderful doctor I love called Aviva Rama, she says, you need some vitamin P in your life, some vitamin pleasure. Like we need to make decisions for our pleasure. And so any dessert you have, it's a pleasure decision, whether it's, you know, a cookie, um, apple crumble, uh, mm -hmm. ice cream, whatever, that's a pleasure choice. So pick the one that gives you the most pleasure that you like the most, mm -hmm. but use the hacks so it doesn't have as much of an impact on your health that's right right that's all you need to do okay nothing is nothing is off limits mm -hmm. i just want people to understand what these different things are doing to their body mm -hmm. and then they can make the informed decision mm -hmm. you know and then do we do you think uh, i'm kind of like go for it cutting through but it's just because it's landing so deep everything you're saying like oh my god oh my god oh my god do you think that once i follow the hacks everyone listening including myself we're gonna eat less dessert we're gonna need less baklava, less, not the whole pint of ice cream, maybe just like four scoops, you know? What I tell my students is, bitch, take fucking 10 breaths before you eat. And that helps them to like not go full insatiable, you know, like, you know, the cookie monster doesn't come out. But I wonder if the breaths and this is gonna just like change the game. You totally get it. And the reason that's true is because as you use the glucose hacks, and your glucose levels stop spiking so much, you basically jump off of the sugar addiction roller coaster. Because those glucose spikes and those drops, that is what's creating the sugar addiction oh that most God. of us think we have. Mm -hmm. How many times do I hear, I'm addicted to sugar? Mm -hmm. like, I have a sweet tooth, but it's like, no, bitch, you're full on addict. addicted. Yeah. <laughs> and that addiction, is created by those spikes and those drops because when your glucose levels are low, which happens after most spikes, you know, it goes up and then it crashes and up and crashes. In those crashes, there's a part in your brain that is in charge of cravings. And that part, when your glucose is crashing, it activates. If you look in a scanner, wow. it like lights up. Your brain is like, oh my God, time to eat sugar. We need sugar. Like mm -hmm. anything My life depends see, on it. Yeah. Go to the kitchen right now, find something sweet. Like your brain is telling you this. And so many people feel so guilty, so ashamed of their cravings. They feel like they don't have any willpower. And mm -hmm. it's like, no, it's actually not you. It's your glucose spikes and your glucose drops and your brain. So how do we get off the cravings roller coaster? Mm -hmm. How do we get off of eating so much sugar? We don't muscle our way through it. We don't, you know, it's not that. It's like you fix your glucose and these things go away. So to come back to your question, yes. When you fix that, when you fix that stress that your body is under, you don't even want that much sweet stuff anymore. And the stuff you want is the stuff you really like, not just a random cookie at the airport because you need to eat sugar. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, actually, when I come to LA, Van Lewins, you know the ice cream? Yes, place? Of okay, course. so they have chocolate fudge brownie, which is my favorite ice cream in the whole world. And so I know, I'm like, ooh, I'm going to go to Van Lewins today. I can't mm -hmm. wait to eat that ice cream. But I'm not controlled by that craving. It's mm -hmm. like, it's a pleasure thing. It makes me happy. I'm looking forward to it. I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm so excited. Mm -hmm. I don't feel bad about it, mm -hmm. you know, because I'm not being controlled by it. That's right. So different world. 
completely entire new mechanics around it yeah wow and you can be intentional then because mm-hmm. you're no longer um yeah you're not like there's not these strings pulling you you're really conscious of like that's my favorite ice cream mm-hmm. and i'm gonna have it this afternoon mm-hmm. you know you're like mm-hmm. but what do you have before the ice cream that's a good question so i would have the ice cream after a meal so I would oh, so you go, go to dinner yeah. and you have the broccoli, then the mashed potatoes, yeah. mashed potatoes with the steak together, right? You can. I mean, it's better to have the carbs towards the end. So then it's broccoli, yeah. steak, mashed potatoes. mashed potatoes. I prefer French fries. Yeah. Okay, French fries. And then... Well, you... steak and frites, right? Steak frites, yeah. <laughs> and then I would have the ice cream. Another thing I do before I eat anything that's high in glucose is I have some vinegar. Oh, uh-huh. shit. Mm. Mm-hmm. So vinegar, if you have one tablespoon of vinegar before having something high in glucose, either you have it in a big glass of water or you can even pour it on your veggie starter as a dressing, you can reduce the glucose spike of what you're going to eat by 30%. Mm-hmm. And the reason it works is because in vinegar, there's another cool molecule. We have so many like absolutely fantastic molecule out there guys obsessed <laughs> you make everything sound so great <laughs> i'm like it i didn't take a science class with you honey where the fuck were you when i needed you <laughs> shit you know actually oh, that's such a good point yeah it's i mean like, i love oh talking my about this god stuff. it's like listening to you talk about the science and mitochondria i'm like yes honey i can listen <laughs> all day give it to me okay but you know what's coming up for me now starting to interact uh, to Tell me. Uh, interrupt. But it's like, what happens when we want to have like Chinese food and it's like everything is, is, is uh, fried up together and you know, it's a, a, the bite is not like, oh, I need to, the starch and the thing, the kata. It's like everything is like in one bite. Yeah. Always have the fiber first. So what you could do is add a veggie starter to the beginning of the meal. To okay. be like, okay, before I eat the mixed dish, I'm going to have some vegetables. Mm. But also, babes, like you don't have to do this all the time. No, I want to. Okay, but it's important for people to know, like, if you're in a situation where, like, you're eating a sandwich or you're having a mixed dish, like... But bring a little vinegar, a little tincture with you, right? You absolutely can. Like, your, your hacks, I think why you your work has become so massive is because it's so simple. It is simple. You're not asking people to fucking, like, you know... I know. It's... That's what it is. It is simple, but it's also gentle. And so I really want people to know that they don't have to do this all the time. Mm-hmm. Some days, it's Sunday morning, and I wake up. You want to have pancakes? Yeah. Or I want to have chocolate ice cream for breakfast. <laughs> and I just fucking do. I don't give a fuck. Like, you're supposed to use them when it's easy, and they feel like exciting and fun and simple. You don't have to do this all the time. This mm-hmm. is not like a diet you have to follow. It's like, these are tools based on how you're biochemistry works that you need to keep with you for the mm-hmm. rest of your life mm-hmm. you know just know these things and do them when it's easy and you'll see that just very naturally with very little effort mm-hmm. you're going to see huge changes and I say this and yes amen glory hallelujah for ease and stuff but everyone listening who's in a fucking mental health crisis and That's you're it. struggling bitch fucking do this hack so that- listen to this and make it religious I had to change I had to take away so many things from my diet when I was at my lowest of my low to really understand how my diet was impacting, you know, my, my mental health. And I was like, oh shit, actually, like when I eat all this dairy, when I eat all this sugar, when I eat all this gluten, when I eat all this fried food, when I eat all this processed food, like it's actually making me fucking crazy. 
And, and then I went for a seven and a half year journey of being eating super clean, but I did not have the hacks. And I yeah. could only imagine I would have been like, you know, lit as fuck. Yeah. I was already lit as fuck, but like, imagine if I had the hacks, Pulling that would be fucking bitch. I'll be fucking, <laughs> you arrive here, I'll be like sitting upside down on the exactly. roof, girl. <laughs> exactly. But so you have you know? to calibrate depending That's on right. your symptoms. Yeah. You know, like depending on how much you're suffering, depending on how much better you think you could feel, you know, on depending on how much better you want to feel. Oh, that's fucking great questions. Keep going. Like mm. pick and choose. That's right. If something I said calls you and you're like, oh, that sounds interesting. I mean, that's for you. Like just, just feel it. Mm. Like, if this calls you, if you're listening to this podcast, mm. there's probably a reason, mm. you know? Mm. So use it and see how it works Love. and see how much your life changes so effortlessly. Mm-hmm. And this stuff is just, I mean, it, it's, I think this is a kind of like once in a generation kind of information because it's very rare that something comes along that is so easy, so powerful, mm-hmm. so scientifically valid. And mm-hmm. also that actually mirrors a lot of ancestral wisdom we've had for a super long time. Like we have been doing for millennia, you know, the eating vegetables first actually in France. Mm-hmm. Traditionally, we have raw vegetables at the beginning of a meal. Mm-hmm. We don't do that anymore. But traditionally, we did. Mm-hmm. In Italy, antipasti. Mm-hmm. Again, tradition. That's right. In the Middle East, herbs by the bunch mm-hmm. before a meal. In India, they say this thing about 100 steps after a meal. And that's another hack. Like, use your muscles after eating. In Greece as well. I mean, you can find examples mm-hmm. all over the globe of mm-hmm. these things being known. Vinegar all over the place as well. That's but right. now we know from a scientific perspective how they work. So we can bring them back and we can be like, this really is important. And Fucking this is do why. it. Yeah. Okay, so we're in step four now, the vinegar. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about the vinegar. Okay. So one tablespoon of vinegar before a meal, you reduce the glucose spike by 30%. Mm-hmm. So you can drink it in some I water if it. you want. Yeah. yeah, I can do the vinegar. Or have it on your veggies. And this is especially powerful to do before a meal that's going to contain starches and sugars, right? So before like a Chinese meal is perfect, mm-hmm. for example. And when you do that, what happens is that this other cool molecule, acetic acid, Acetic acid. I've heard about her. Yeah, she's fabulous. Mm-hmm. Um, she can be a little spicy, so you gotta be careful. But she's cool, so what I she like does. I like spicy, honey. I like the <laughs> sass. Bring it, bitch. She's pretty sassy. Yeah. So she does three fucking dope things. Number one, she goes to your stomach and she slows down how quickly starches get broken down into glucose molecules. So she like slows down that process in your stomach, which mm-hmm. is great because then the glucose arrives more slowly to your bloodstream. Mm-hmm. Number two, the sassy queen goes to your muscles and she says, muscles, please soak up more glucose as it arrives in the bloodstream. So your muscles are going to be like super thirsty for glucose all of a sudden. They're going to take it out of your blood circulation. So they're reducing the spike. And number three, acetic acid goes to your mitochondria, which we talked about earlier, Mm -hmm. and tells your mitochondria, hey, burn more fat to make energy. So you're reducing the glucose spike and you're increasing fat burning in your body. So you're losing weight? You can, absolutely. And in the studies, they show just one tablespoon, you know, you can lose weight without changing what you're eating. Okay, let's talk about weight loss. I think it's important. So all these hacks and all this glucose science, it's there to heal like your body on a cellular level from within. Okay. A lot of people are focused on weight loss. And what I want them to understand is that weight loss is not the primary objective of no more glucose spikes, but mm-hmm. it's often a consequence. That's right. It's often just a natural consequence of your body getting back into balance. But really what we're here to do is just feel amazing when we wake up in the morning. 
That's the goal. And we want to reconnect with our body so it becomes our best friend again. Mm. And for so long, you know, my body was this black box that was making me suffer, that I was making suffer without mm. even knowing. That's right. And I was just, it was horrible. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, I know exactly how to take care of you. I'm like, I'm going to have the Van Leeuwen's chocolate ice cream. Like, you better believe it. But I'm going to do all the hacks so you don't have to bear too many of the consequences. Mm. Wow. Yeah. This is fucking brilliant. Okay, so following the glucose hacks we can then arrive at a place where we feel better in the morning. When we feel better, we make better choices. And we make yeah. better choices than if, you, if, if losing weight is, in, is on your um, horizon, something you want to do, you will make the right choices for it. Yeah, and also it'll naturally just happen because just you'll happen. be in more fat-burning mode more often. Mm-hmm. Cravings dissipate, you feel better, and your body just naturally like, knows what to do when you get it back to a place mm-hmm. of health and harmony. Because if 80% of us have these glucose spikes every day 80% of our bodies are really like they're just struggling they're just trying to keep you alive that's right and the fat that we put on is actually really helpful because our body when there's too much glucose in our system what does it do it tries to protect us Mm. and it takes the glucose and it stores it and one of the places it stores it is in our fat cells so the fat we put on is our body protecting us against these glucose spikes happening. It's taking away all the harmful excess glucose and making it turn it in, into fat. So I know we have complicated feelings about fat, but mm-hmm. actually like that's your body trying to fucking protect you. Wow. Yeah. So we need to shift so many things in our head. Your You're body's like protecting my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Your body is trying to keep you alive. Mm-hmm. Like your body knows way better than you what the fuck you're supposed to do. That's right. Your body is just this beautiful, beautiful, complex system that's just trying to keep you alive so you can go about being a human. Mm -hmm. The fat you put on is your body protecting you. So don't be mad at your fat. Be like, whoa, thank you. Mm -hmm. Like, thanks, thank you. Mm -hmm. I know you're protecting me. People who are not able to put on fat, they develop diabetes much faster. They age much faster. Their body is inflamed much faster because the protective mechanism cannot work as well. So the more fat you put on, the more you're going to be long-term protected against developing diabetes too quickly. Wow. So seriously, like it's, it's really helpful. So if we want to, you know, lose weight because we, because that's what we want to do, we have to already just switch stuff in our head of like, okay, this fat is not my enemy. That's right. Be kind. Be like, okay, when I reduce glucose spikes, yeah. hey, you girl, won't need thanks to do for that protecting anymore. me. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. This is mind blowing. I was thinking I should make a video and just like just be like and you know, like squeeze all my fats and just be like, thank you, thank you. And just like teach people that there's so much kindness and love. Well if they if they understand from this point of view it's it, everything would change. I think we I think we, we 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 look at fat and we immediately associate with sickness, with disease, with being bad. Yeah. If, unless you have your con, unless you have your your mind checked, it's the 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 thing. It's so much fat phobia. There's so yeah. many people having all kinds of of disturbing, saying disturbing things, thinking disturbing things. Um, They're saying my body hates me. Yeah, yeah. It's like no, no, your body loves you. Yeah. Your body loves you. Your body's trying to keep you alive. Oh my God. Your body is like trying to <laughs> yeah. 
to counter all the stuff that's happening that that yeah, yeah. shouldn't be happening. Okay. Wow. Okay. So there's five more steps, right? Okay, but I don't. But I don't want to. Do, I was gonna say no, no, no. Make I was gonna say stop. I was gonna say stop there. Yeah. Go get the book. Let's talk. A, let's like shift gear for a little bit. When you had this cracking of the codes and. You know, I think we connected because we're both on a spiritual mission. We're both living this dharmic life, right? Did you ever have a dark night of the soul? Like, was that the accident something that, like, propelled you to, like, <gasps> you know? Or did you have, like, the Black Madonna appeared in your living room when you were, like, you know, doing your hack? You came out there in the middle of the night, dropped your little vinegar, and then you looked over at the Black Madonna and was like, Hey, girl, you want some ice cream? You know? What was it? Like, was there a dark night of the soul that was like through something horrific that happened or it was a dark night of the soul that kind of, I'm, I, essentially I'm trying to merge two questions in there. Dark night of the soul and mystical experience. Yeah. From the moment I broke my back when I was 19, all this darkness poured in. Like a lot of darkness. I saw this intuitive person, um, I think it was like a year after I broke my back and you know, she sits opposite me and she starts going into her channeling and she goes like, whoa, whoa, it's dark. You know, and I just, I was so broken. I, I didn't want to live anymore. Mm -hmm. I was like suffering so deeply. So that was definitely a huge thing. But at that point, I didn't have the tools to figure out how to go through it. Mm -hmm. So I had to constantly be with people. I could never be alone. I could never mm -hmm. sleep in a house by myself alone. Because mm -hmm. I would immediately go into splitting and mm -hmm. then it would be super horrendous. So... Mm -hmm. I tried to control and I tried to just like paper around it and put some band-aids around it, but I knew it was still there. I knew that I could never be alone because if I was alone, even like five years after, I was like, if I'm alone in a house tonight, I know I'm going to have a full-blown like panic That's attack. Right. If I look at myself in the mirror, I know I'm going to start splitting. Like, and it, it was really scary. So I tried to put some, you know, cottons around it mm -hmm. and just kept it there until I had the tools. And then I would say... <sighs> Maybe four years ago, I started getting the tools and I started being able to slowly chip at it. I started having way more visions. I started connecting with the world, the universe, started writing a bunch, reading all the books, like getting into Buddhism and trying to understand how to move all this emotion that had been stuck in my body since my accident. Because that's really, I think, what caused all the issues is that my body had gone through so much stress from the back breaking, from the surgery, that I had never moved. And so all that inside was just causing this constant state of chronic terror. Mm -hmm. So listen, I am a very spiritual person. I speak to whatever God, the universe, my higher self all the time. Uh, I feel super guided when I'm clear. You know, I feel really guided. My intuition is very, very strong. Oh, honey, you're lit. <laughs> that you're lit. When I walked in yeah. here, I was like, man, this thing happened yesterday and it feels so good and all my energy is pouring in it. I get signs all over the place. Mm -hmm. Like, I, you know, I just, that's how I live my life, you know. I'm very open to what I'm seeing. I see meaning in many things and I just follow mm -hmm. my body because now that I got it in a place where it works, mm -hmm. I'm like, she knows. Mm -hmm. She knows. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I need my brain to catch up, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> my body is everything, like... Uh, two days ago, do you know uh, this guy, Dr. G? He has Heal Thyself, the podcast? Yes. Okay, so... I've been on it. Nice. Mm -hmm. So I went to his house two days ago. Um, hi, Dr. G. And he did this emotional release thing on me. So I was sitting on this table, and then for an hour and a half, 
we just asked my body like what emotions were there and we moved them through voice and screaming and crying and all this stuff and it was so helpful and I need to do that all the time because mm-hmm. I have so much inside that needs to mm-hmm. move. Sorry, mm-hmm. I totally did not answer your question. No, but... you're answering the question. It, you, it was, you know, through the accident that kind of propelled you to be aware that you had this demons that were left unchecked, who were mm-hmm. always around, and you had create this kind of like, you know, you know, fence around yeah. your life, and to keep the demons away if they came, you yeah. turn on the electric fence to buzz them out, but. You realize that slowly, slowly, it was like, hey, these these demons are actually like angels, fallen angels. They're actually here to teach me lessons, to show me the way back into my heart, the way back into my body. And you realize that a lot of it was, you know, in the soma, somatic. It was emotional release, emotional baggage. It was all in the body. All in the body. So you're saying all the things that this crew fully gets it. All in the body. Mm -hmm. And now, just the fact that I can drive my car from my place to here and I'm alone in my car and I'm not like having a full mental breakdown and I feel in my body and I'm happy. That is such a big achievement for me mm-hmm. because for so many years I could not, you know, I was really, really not okay mm-hmm. alone. I was really not okay because blah, my brain almost like instantly went back to that place of terror of dissociation. Mm-hmm. Because it was just so bubbling, mm-hmm. you know, so I had to really like, mm-hmm. at some point I was just like, okay, I'm ready. And I just started just like slowly just going into it mm-hmm. and it would come in waves and I had mm-hmm. a lot of dark nights. Mm-hmm. When I was writing my first book, that was probably two years ago, that was probably the second darkest time of my life after my accident because all that thing came back up. Just all of it. And I was just like, oh man, mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. Signs everywhere, super guided. I can mm-hmm. tell you one funny story. Yes, please. Um, so on the book stuff, so on the glucose goddess thing. Mm. Uh, two years ago, I had been doing glucose goddess for about uh, a year, I think. And I had a big moment where I felt like, I don't know if I want to continue doing this. Like Maybe I had like 10,000 followers at that point. I was just feeling really like, nah, maybe I'm going to stop it and just be a musician. Like I don't know. And so I was putting that out into the world. I was kind of like, meh. So I go back home to Paris for a couple of weeks and three crazy things happen in that week. Number one, the woman who's now my book agent, like my right-hand woman and with whom we're building Glucose Goddess together, she finds my Instagram account and she reaches out to me and she's like, I want to meet you. You should write a book. So that was huge. Wow. Second, I meet the person who's now my partner who lived in Paris and third, that same week, I get a phone call from my roommate in San Francisco, and I was living in a really cool, like, artistic collective place in San Francisco. And she's like, Jesse, the house is burning. The house was literally burning. There was a fire on the block. The entire block burned down. All my stuff in San Francisco burned. Like, my whole life just got erased. In that week... What? Yeah. In that week, everything changed. The universe was like, because Goddess is not fucking over, and you better believe it. You gotta go do this book now. This is mm-hmm. just the beginning. I find a partner, and that's a whole other bag of worms, but finally find a partner in a healthy way after having healed all my daddy issues and stuff. Mm-hmm. And third thing, the universe was like, yeah, in San Francisco, don't worry about it. Like, we'll take care of it. You don't have to worry about moving and stuff. Like, <laughs> Let's just burn this shit to the ground. Oh yeah. My. Wild. Wow. Wild stuff. Okay. I love that you're able to look at this uh, from a new perspective. When did you know that that week was pivotal? 
two years after maybe exactly a year and a half after that's right exactly yeah, no clue yeah. i was like what the fuck is happening i don't know and we got really dark again i was super depressed yeah and of I was course writing this book yeah that was a real dark night of the soul for me because i was fully present with all the pain mm. after my accident i was so confused that I, no processing happened because i was just like ah and just mm. and tried to just that's right that's placate right. everything but two years ago that's really when this stuff happened mm -hmm. you're yeah. present to it yeah listen i could talk to you forever oh my god i'm like oh, fuck, tell me more about this and this and okay just really quickly before we go um i have like two more questions that you know essentially i only have time for one more so i'm gonna ask you this <sighs> would you consider yourself spiritually sassy yes and how would you define that Hmm. It's like being a spiritual person, but also being a very real human and having, being able to laugh mm -hmm. and make fun of this whole thing. You know, it's like, yeah, bitch, the universe talks to me and that's cool. And sometimes I don't want to listen to her. You know, I'm not taking it so seriously. <laughs> that's right. Like, duh, 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 duh. Exactly. Like, yeah, it's, it's wild and it's amazing and it's crazy and we have to play with it. So it plays back. That's right. I fucking love it. Oh my God. Genius. If there's one message that you can give to people who are listening, who are in a struggle, what would it be? The symptoms that you're feeling are not things you have to live with the, with the rest of your life. They're your body speaking to you. Mm. Do not suppress. Try to go to the underlying cause and try to see them as messages from your body. That really changed my life, and I think that changed many lives around the world. Start yeah. with the hacks. It's a really good foundation That's to right. get your body healthy. It's not everything, huh? but it's a really important foundation yeah. because most of us have yeah. completely out of whack glucose levels. That's Start right. there, and then you'll be able to build. Mm -hmm. And it's thank you for that. That's beautiful, and and also it's something that we speak about so often here on the show. It's like you gotta take your fucking medicine, and you also have to meditate. You can't just like meditate and eat like shit and think you're going to get free, bitch. Like do the hacks, which I can't wait to get, you know, to follow them up and put them up in a little thing here in my living room and be like, bitch, are you doing the hack? <laughs> Literally, I needed to follow it. Yeah. I think me, me, me and my partner together, we, we, we're going to follow it like the glucose goddess. Mm -hmm. Honey, we're going to put her on the altar over oh, there, yeah. you know? <laughs> she's, she's here. She's here. She she's here. And I can't wait to experience her transformation. I'm already feeling it, you know, just being in your presence and here. And I'm like, yes, yes, I can do all that shit. I literally can. Like, none of it feels impossible. And I'm also sort of an extremist, so I can lean into the full extreme easy. But the simplicity of it and just seeing your joy, mm. seeing your presence, like, you know, looking at your eyes and your, all the things. I'm like, bitch, I want it, girl. We're, <laughs> we are having it. Yes, you know. But, you know, it's just like yeah. it's so nice to have this kind of perfect mirror of, like, mm. joy and, and it's, it's, a, it's a vitality, you know, that a lot of people, we all, we all need it for everyone who's here listening to the show these are people who are seeking to better the world and like you know meditating dancing praying breathing doing all the stuff it's vital for your transformation and also checking with how the fuck you're eating yeah. you know and we've been waiting for you to come and bless us with the show honey yeah, I'm so, here, my love. so thank you thank you so thank much, you so much. <laughs> oh my god sister of the light thank I you holy you. shit thank you love you everyone go get the book and Glucose start with the hacks Glucose Revolution. Peace. Love you. I'm Sadie Simone, and you've been listening to The Spiritually Sassy Show. 
If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and reveal this podcast. And join me next Sunday for another spiritually sassy conversation. Thank you so much for listening, and I love you. Thank you.